Hi, everyone, and Happy New Year. It's Bob Tulio. Welcome to Automatic Merchandisers Vending and OCS Nation, the podcast for the convenience services industry. So here we are, 2024, and what a year it's going to be. About one year ago in our debut podcast, I offered three business development strategies for 2023, and that podcast was a hit. You should check it out. It was released on March 1st, 2023. Well, those strategies are still applicable in 2024, no surprise there, I have three new strategies for you designed specifically for business development in 2024. So if you are in the business of selling or just looking to see your revenue jump significantly in 2024, sit back and relax. I have some fresh content for you. Where do these ideas come from? That's a fair question to ask. They come from three sources. Number one, my own research and conversations with business development experts. Number two, conversations with operators and small business people. And number three, and this is important, my own experience. As an operator for over three decades, I had the opportunity to personally try everything that I talk about from a selling or business development standpoint. Why do we need to consider different business development strategies each year? For one thing, the buyer's mindset has changed. I asked Kim Lentz of Associated in Northern California about the changes she has observed. Well, I think our customers have become more educated. They're more knowledgeable than they were when I started 13 years ago. I feel like, you know, 13 years ago, you could walk in and say, hey, we have all this great equipment. Now our customers are coming to us a lot of times saying, you know, this is what we're looking for. In terms of product, I'd say just, you know, taste has changed, more localization, more regional. Companies are looking to support sustainability initiatives in a way that they weren't 10 years ago. You know, I would say 10 years ago was mainly focused on fair trade coffee. People are looking for local. They're looking for women or minority owned. They're looking to hit certain kind of initiatives within their company culture. So we have to be more educated. We also have to be just more knowledgeable on what's out there, what we have available and how we can help them reach those, you know, sustainability initiatives or uh, company initiatives that they had. So I think before you kind of went in and said, hey, this is what we have. And now you go in and more of like a kind of consultant, right? You're going in and you're you're providing a service beyond just coffee delivery. It's really trying to help them meet meet some of their company goals. Your prospects in 2024 have plenty of ideas about what they are looking for in an office refreshment program, but they still need guidance because as Bryn Tillman, the LinkedIn whisperer of social sales link points out, the buyer's journey has changed and we need to adjust by offering true thought leadership. They're doing their own research. They're watching YouTube. They're, you know, they're looking up content. And so the new buyer's journey is they're on it long before you even know. And that's why that content, the right content, the content that's compelling, that's going to help them to truly attract, teach, and engage the right audience early enough in the sales process is the winner, right? The one that's coming up on SEO, the one that's showing up um, because you're the one that's impacting their research. That brings us to the first strategy designed for 2024, 
Get serious about using content to connect with prospects. Start by taking a good look at your LinkedIn connections and the LinkedIn connections of your sales team and customer service team. Ask yourself the following questions. Have we reached out to connect with every viable prospect who we engaged with in 2023? Have we studied our connections to see who has moved to a new company? A new opportunity for them is potentially a new opportunity for you. Have we maintained the focus on posting for our prospects so they will be attracted, educated, and engaged by what we are doing as a company? Example, are we posting about a micro-market using broad strokes of the storytelling brush, focusing on the market itself, or pointing out the brilliant aspects of the market that set it apart, that will educate the client about the possibilities that exist? Example, point to the lighting from Lighting for Impact that enhances the look of the market. Highlight the security system from Panoptic that increases peace of mind for the operator and the customer. Showcase the refrigeration from Due North, the micro-market fixtures from Fixture Light or graphics that pop, or new offerings from AVS companies. Show them the features that make the micro-market a destination. Show them how the 365 markets connected campus can work for them. On the coffee side, tell them about the specific features that make the new single cup from confection so superior that no one will ever need to leave the office for a specialty gourmet coffee. Show them not just fresh baked, but one of the eclectic food selections. Show them cold snap, but ask a client for permission to quote them on their reaction to the product. The content possibilities in our industry are endless. Get help from your suppliers for content support. Be specific to attract, teach, and engage. Additionally, use your content-laden posts as a reason to connect with a prospect you have been interested in. Tell them you are looking forward to connecting with them so you can provide more quality content to make their job easier. As Bryn points out, that all-important study from Corporate Visions validates what I am asking you to do in strategy number one. Get serious about using content to connect with prospects. 74% of buyers chose the company or sales rep that was first to provide value and insights. Three quarters of the people are working with the people that influenced them first, not that had the lowest price. That brings us to business development strategy number two. Renew your focus on the three R's, retention, referrals, and revenue. Let's talk first about retention. According to the Harvard Business Review, Bain & Company, working with Earl Sasser of Harvard Business School, analyzed the costs and revenues derived from serving customers over their entire purchasing life cycle. It showed that in industry after industry, the high cost of acquiring customers renders many customer relationships unprofitable during their early years. Only in later years, when the cost of serving loyal customers falls and the volume of their purchases rises, do relationships generate big returns. The bottom line 
increasing customer retention rates by 5% increases profits by 25 to 95%. It's a good reminder that trying to see every client in the first quarter is a great idea. While you are spending time with your existing clients to ensure that they are happy, ask for the second R, referrals, but ask for referrals the right way. You have heard this time and time again from me, but it's worth repeating, especially in the early part of the year, the optimum selling season and 2024, a year where relationships will increasingly become critically important. Bryn Tillman and I talked about how to make it happen, how to get referrals the right way using LinkedIn. To receive targeted introductions from your clients and centers of influence, go in there, bring in a list. Is there anything more effective than saying, can you please connect me to these people who you know very well? We've moved slightly to permission to name drop. Okay. We want we want volume, and it's really hard to ask a client for volume. But if we go through a client's list and they have 30, 40 people we want to meet, mm-hmm. what I want to say is, hey, I'm going to be reaching out to these folks in a couple of weeks, but before I do, can I run them by you really quickly and ask you who you think I should talk to? And then you know, 30 names might become eight or 10. Sure. Of the eight or 10, I may say, is there anyone on this list you'd feel comfortable introducing me to? And it might be one or two. And then- Uh, Of the other eight, is it okay when I reach out that I mention you're my happy client, you thought I should talk to them. And then I reach out and I say, hey, Bob, Sally Jo Lamont and I were chatting the other day. Your name came up in our conversation. I've been working with her for the the last, you know, 10 years. Uh, uh, And she thought I should reach out and introduce myself. If you're open, let's connect and we'll set up a quick introduction call, right? That's it. If you connect, Thanks for connecting. Please share with me your preferred way to set up a call. If it happens to be via calendar link, here's mine. Okay, so now you have the initial two parts of business development strategy number two, retention and referrals. The third part is revenue. Here's the plan, and this is a no-brainer. When a sales rep or client services rep is out there visiting clients during the retention and referral portion of this strategy, They need to open their eyes with the goal of adding one revenue source at every existing location. Some examples. Is the customer candidate for point-of-use water? Maybe even a bevy or smart soda or a Fria unit from Marco Beverage or a stylish water system from Borg and Overstrom? Do we have the first aid business? Why not? Can we add wellness teas? It is the flu season after all. How about kombucha? Has the client considered cold brew? Is this client now a candidate for single cup? Why don't they have flavored creamers? How about an enhanced filter system? Doesn't every location need an ice machine? Call Easy Ice if you're reluctant to make the investment, but you can still benefit from them having an ice machine. Are they really happy about ordering their soda from Costco and dealing with the hassle? Have they ever considered pantry service? Or maybe a subsidized micro-market. How about a frozen treat from Mars with their new space-friendly cooler? We don't have the vending business. It looks pretty worn, but the numbers make sense. So why not discuss it? Sustainable paper products from Emerald Brands. You have solutions to offer. Present them. The list goes on and on. Look around. 
opportunity that is just sitting there waiting to be tapped. Make it a modest goal. Add $25 a month in new sales at every location on average. For a company with 500 locations, you can find $12,500 a month in new revenue in your own existing locations. So with one visit, renew the focus on existing accounts and cash in with retention, referrals, and revenue. That brings us to business development strategy number three, just perfect for 2024, and this one might surprise you. Have you noticed how little mail you get these days? I'm talking about the stuff delivered by the U.S. Postal Service. That has created an opportunity, a road less traveled, an excellent way to reach prospects because your big postcard will really stand out in a B2B mailbox. Yes, strategy number three for 2024, give direct mail a shot. I spoke to a number of direct mail specialists, and they all preach the same gospel. They are convinced that direct mail offers a better return on investment. It offers the opportunity for a highly targeted approach. It is seen as an eco-friendly approach by many as opposed to knocking on doors. It puts the next step in the hands of the prospect. If they are interested, they can reach out, and for many, it's refreshing to get a compelling and attractive piece of mail. Add a QR code, and suddenly that mailer becomes a door to digital advertising. We are seeing that frequently now on television ads as well. Patricia Cowan of Rainmaker Sales Support believes that direct mail can be a strong addition to a business development program. So you're telling me that direct mail can be a better strategy today in some cases than email. Oh, for sure. And our clients, the feedback we get from them is, you know, that, that the person that they went to have an appointment with said they haven't, get, they haven't even seen a business card in 10 years and how nice it was. So I do think that the pendulum swung a little bit. A little bit of everything is still the way, but, but I certainly think that calling and a nice letter now and then gets a lot of attention. So there you go. Three business development strategies designed to improve your revenue in 2024. Now go out there and sell. 2024 is set up to be a great year for convenience services operators. That's it for now. As you know, we have moved to three episodes a month, the first, third, and fourth Tuesday of each month. So please subscribe to Vending and OCS Nation if you haven't already, so you do not miss an episode. In the next episode of Vending and OCS Nation, Tuesday, January 22nd, we'll talk to Cam Cloder of Lighting for Impact, who has plenty of success stories to share about driving increased micro-market sales through his company's elevated approach to retail lighting. Then later in the month, it's Jennifer Fox. Thanks for listening. Until next time, I'm Bob Tulio.